What's up, guys? Welcome back to another daily Bible reading snapshot. Today we're reading Numbers chapter 18, 19, and 20 in the Old Testament, and then we're starting Mark chapter 7. So we just read about a big rebellion yesterday in Numbers 16 and 17, but what we see now is the specific instructions that God has for the Levites. Now, the reason this comes here is because remember what just happened in chapter 17. God selects Aaron as, you're, you're the guy, you're, you're going to be the priest, and I want everybody to know it. And he selected him earlier, but he wanted to prove it through his staff budding. And remember, why did that happen? Well, it happened because Korah and his friends were questioning Moses and Aaron's authority. So these chapters build off one another, especially chapter 18. You can't even understand it without reading 16 and 17. So hopefully you read yesterday's. Um, but one thing that it says here that's repeated, and I want you to get in verse 20 of Numbers 18, it says that God is talking to Aaron. He says, you shall have no inheritance in the land. So they didn't have a particular section of land, like a, if you look at a map of Israel, uh, maybe in the study Bible, you might see, wow, that looks like there's different states in the country of Israel. Well, that was the different tribes and the allotments they had. So Levi doesn't have a, a tribal allotment. It says, you shall have no inheritance in the land, neither shall you have any portion among them. I am your portion and inheritance among the people. So basically God's saying, hey, you're not going to get land, but you're going to get me because you're going to be my special people to represent the rest of the people. So that happens in chapter 18. Chapter 19, there's more instructions about purification for certain sins. And as you remember, I mean, think about what just happened. There's a big sin that just happened in the camp. So very timely there. But chapter 20, I want to focus on here because there's so much here about the three characters, the three siblings. We find out about Miriam, we find out about Moses, and we find out about Aaron. So chapter 20, Miriam dies. That's the first thing that happens. And at the end of the chapter, Aaron dies. So there's a transition that's happening. And that's what I want you to see. And tomorrow we're going to see more of who the power is transitioned to. But today we see the, the big three, Miriam, Moses, and Aaron. They are all going to be moving on. Especially Miriam and Aaron are going to die in this section. But what happens with Moses? Well, with Moses, we see that they show up at a place called Meribah. And it says that the people didn't have any water. So God's going to give them water miraculously. How's he going to do that? Well, he's going to have Moses strike the rock. Now, here's the problem. God instructs him to do that. Moses gets angry and doesn't strike the rock once. He strikes the rock twice. And God gets mad at him for striking the rock twice. It was a bad thing. He should not have done it. And it says because of his lack of trust and his anger, his outburst, because of that, God is not even going to let Moses enter the promised land. Now, he, if you're Moses... You've got through 40 years in Egypt, 40 years in the wilderness, then bringing the people out, then 40 years back in the wilderness. How would you be feeling at that point? I mean, that's a huge problem. I'm not going to enter the promised land. Well, that's exactly what God wanted. He wanted Moses to do, basically take him all the way in the, in to the, the gate of the promised land and have Joshua lead him through. And I think one of the lessons this teaches us is God uses his leaders for different things and he uses them according to his purpose. He uses leaders that are flawed, leaders that are bad. Some leaders here are, are, are very sinful. I mean, we've seen Miriam be sinful and see how she was disciplined by God. Same thing with Aaron with the golden calf. And now we see Moses 
basically with an outburst of anger and see God disciplining him. But that's what we see. We see God disciplining his people. Even these leaders who are important and faithful and good, they they fall too, and they have sin too that God corrects in their life. And that's a helpful thing to think through. God wants to correct the sin that's in our life. Now, that is what we learn from Numbers chapter 20, but let's turn to what Jesus says in Matthew or in Mark chapter 7. Did I say Matthew 20? No, I meant Numbers 20, turning to Mark 7. So, Mark 7, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees. That's the main context here. We're only studying 13 verses, but Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and to all the people gathered with him. But it says that they were taking their traditions and they're putting it above the law of God. Now, here's how they did that. The Pharisees and these religious leaders were angry at the disciples of Jesus for not washing their hands in this ceremony that was a tradition of the elders. Now, they basically took those traditions and said, you're breaking God's rules. And Jesus says, hold on, time out. They're not breaking God's rules. They're breaking your traditions. But you, he's talking to the Pharisees, these Pharisees have taken their traditions and elevated them above God's commandments. Jesus is there to show what God really commanded and to really fulfill God's commandments. And these Jews, they don't get it. So he calls them out with something. Verse 8, he says, you leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. Uh, The next verse says, Jesus said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and whoever reviles his father or mother must surely die. But you say, If a man tells his father and mother, Whatever you have gained from me is Corban, that is, given from God, given to God, then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father and mother, thus making void the word of God by your tradition that have been that you have handed down. And many such things do you do. So Jesus gives an example. Apparently what they would do is they would get out of the honor your father and mother command by saying, whatever my father and mother gave to me as a child, that was just an offering to God. That doesn't mean I owe them anything now. But the way it was set up in the Old Testament, and Moses made this clear, and it was God's commandment, you need to take care of your parents when they're older. You need to show them honor because of what they've done for you in the past. And these people were saying, no, no, no. What they did for the past, that was just a gift to God. I don't owe them anything. Moses said, no, you should honor your father and mother. Jesus says, you're disregarding that command from God and you're establishing your own thing in its place. And we can do that today. When we take God's commandments, we disregard them and replace them with something that's more convenient for us. And that's the the truth of what they did here. So we need to make sure we're not disregarding God's commands and just replacing them with something that's more convenient to us because that's a tendency for everyone to do. So we need to make sure we're not doing that. So thanks for reading the Bible with us today. We'll see you back tomorrow for another daily Bible reading snapshot.